Hey everyone, you're listening to the Connect Church Podcast. We hope this sermon inspires you as well as builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Today we're really talking about we get to. Okay, so this is our final week on talking about we get to. What do we get to do, guys? Have you been listening? Say it. Yeah, serve. We get to serve. You know, and Jake and I were sitting in a service in Arizona years ago when Matthew Barnett was still at his dad's church in Arizona. And, And Matthew Barnett is so... Um, anointed in grace to talk about serving. He's so passionate to talk about serving. It's no wonder now that he's pastoring a movement in LA called the Dream Center, you know, but it's such an honor and such a privilege to serve in the kingdom of God. And, and, you know, Jake and I have always been the people who say, okay, we don't, we're never going to be those people that say, oh, we have to do that. Oh, we have to say, oh, I have to play the piano. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday on the phone. I don't think it was Sydney. It was someone, oh, it was a keyboard player in Calgary. And I said, you know, I said, you know, Abel, I said, for 16 years, okay, there was a period of my life, for 16 years, I said, I think I played every Sunday. Every Sunday, every Sunday without fail. Sick, tired, whatever. I played every day because I was so excited to serve the Lord with my gifts, with my talents with my time. It never was a burden to me. I just love to serve Jesus. So there's an opening statement. Josiah, can you put it up, please, that I just want to read? And I just wrote this down the other day. We don't serve to be seen or to be noticed, right, church? We serve because we understand that we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And as, um, actually, I should read it from here because I changed it. We serve because we, I'm going to start again. Start the tape. We don't serve to be seen or noticed. We serve because we understand that we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And as beloved children of God, we are aware, say aware, that we get one shot at this incredible life here on earth. It is our honor, say honor, and privilege, say privilege, to worship God and serve the Lord with our gifts, our time, our talent. And we get to what? We get to bring heaven to earth. Say heaven to earth. Have you thought about that? Awesome. You guys are amazing people. And we get to do life together. I'm so excited. But as children of God, even through serving the Lord, not just in church, we're not just talking about church here, but in our everyday lives, that we get a chance, we get an opportunity to bring heaven to earth by using what we have been given from the Lord for the Lord. So let's read Psalm 100, very familiar portion. It says, make a joyful noise uh, to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It's he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Say, the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all, say all, all, all generations. And you could be like, well, Jen, this is, a, this is a worship psalm. This is about singing. Well, true, but serving is worship. See, worship, worship is not just singing a song on Sunday morning. That's an extension, but I think, Jameson, on a, you're a worship guy, on a pie chart, I think singing songs 
on Sunday morning is like really small. But our life, taking our everyday and ordinary life, as the message says, our eating and sleeping and bringing that before God, serving him, that is a fullness of an expression of worship. And out of that, living for him, everything for him, surrendered everything to him, on Sunday morning, we praise him because of that and because of who he is. So I've been just thinking this week, it's like serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. And it was just like growing and growing in my heart. Jen, serve the Lord with gladness when I don't feel like it. I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness when, when everything, and you know the lie of everything, okay? Which could be one thing, it's everything. Everything's going wrong. I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness. When someone scheduled me for something on Alvanto, or maybe I don't even like Alvanto, why are they making me go to Alvanto? I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness. Except serve the Lord with gladness. Okay, serve the Lord with gladness. Because like that opening statement said, because we understand that we are part of something so big and so great, and we get to serve someone who always was and always will be, and his name is Jesus Christ. And that's why we serve him. And that's why we, we accept Denise on Alvanto and just say, accept. That's why we do it. If you know, then you know, and if you don't know, I can't help you right now, so. But that's why, and it's exciting. It's exciting to me to come on Sunday morning and I see different people begin to greet at the door. It's exciting to me to see new people coming to the church and being in next steps and growing in, in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. It's exciting to me to see Adrian sitting here every week and he usually brings something. It's exciting to me to love on people. It's exciting to me to put my arm around him and say, you know what, Adrian, Jesus loves you. How are you doing, man? How are you doing? It's exciting to me because that's serving. It's exciting to me when people come to the front and they can admit I'm not fine. That's exciting to me. It's exciting to me when people come through the back doors and they're crying and they just feel like they're losing everything and they have no hope for their future. And God could use one of us to say, you know what? There's always hope in your future because Jesus Christ is in, is in your future. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives and dwells in you, and he will bring life to you. It's exciting to me, church. And that's why we do this. Because we understand that we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we will not be denied, but we will be used, you know. There was a girl in Calgary, and I heard this story a couple weeks ago, and God bless her if she hears this, and I love you. She calls me her mentor. And she's working with someone else now, and she was feeling used by this person, and this girl actually gave it back to her, and I kind of laughed about it, actually, because she was feeling used. Well, you just want to use me. And she said, that's right, we're going to use you, because God gave you a gift, sweetie, and you're going to use it for the kingdom of God. You're not going to just sit at home but you are going to use, you, be used for the glory of God. And I just kind of laughed, and I'm like, yes, ma'am, that's true. Because it's exciting to be called. It's exciting, and it's powerful, and it's humbling that God could anoint us for such a time as this. It's humbling. It's humbling, and it's holy. Do you feel that? Even as I talk, there's a holiness here today. And perhaps the Lord's speaking to some of you, Today, 
who have been wanting to step out, have been wanting to serve, been wanting to do something new, but maybe you didn't have the courage to do it, or maybe you didn't have the will to do it. But I'm here to say it's exciting. And it's an honor. And it's a privilege that these two people would pick us and ask us, hey, God's been speaking to me. Her, Pastor Adrian, saying to my husband, so what do you think about Vancouver? What do you think about here? That was 12 months ago, last week. That's exciting to me. And God is good all the time. So, serve the Lord with gladness. That word, serve the Lord with gladness, that word, gladness, is from the Hebrew word, and sorry to botch this up, Pastor Adrian, but simhe, it's a Hebrew word that means joy. I love this word, because when we serve him with gladness, when we serve him with joy, not just punching our card in, not just begrudgingly saying, accept on Alvanto, but when we serve the Lord with joy, when we walk through those doors on Sunday morning and saying, I'm here, God, what do you want to do today? With faith, that word joy is like, um, it's contagious. So that word is so powerful. When we understand and we walk in that spirit of joy to serve him with gladness, you know what happens? You become attractive to the world around you. When Ruth just comes in and saying, yep, get to serve, awesome, how are you doing today? It's contagious, and people are like, I don't know what's going on with her, but I love it. And because she loves it so much, I want to serve. How do I sign up, and where do I sign up? And like Jake said a couple weeks ago when I was here, saying I have a radical thought that we would be a church that would have 100% of the people here serving, I'm with you, babe. I'm with you, babe. Because I understand that there's, we cannot understand the fullness of God. We will never, let me say this, we will never fully understand who God is without laying our life down for him. It's part of the process. So that serving the Lord with gladness, it's contagious. It's alive. It's exciting. It's exciting when you see Hank at the door and he's just so full of life. People are like, I want, to, I want to say hi to Hank. Where's Hank? I just want to say hi to Hank. Give me a hug. It's exciting. It's exciting when you see, wow, are we going to call this message it's exciting? I don't normally talk about the word it's exciting, but it's coming out a lot. It's wonderful <laughs> to see my mom stepping up to the plate this season and in kids' church. If anyone wants to help with kids' church, please help my mom. She hasn't been in church. In the, oh, you're here today. Oh, wonderful. But she hadn't been in church in like 10 weeks. And if God's speaking to you about kids' church, go talk to her after church. But it's exciting to me to see people laying down their everything to him. Okay, let's get through this psalm. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. So that's how we come, guys. So let's put it in context with serving in the church. We come into the building with singing. She would probably literally do it. Yeah. <laughs> but we come into his presence with singing, with faith. We come with faith, church. Knowing that the Lord, he is God. Because we understand that this is all for him. This isn't about Jake and I. This isn't about Pastor Blake and Adrian. This is about the Lord. We understand that he made us. Our lives, your life, Laura, and I know you know this, doesn't belong to you. It doesn't. 
that can be a scary thing for some of us. It doesn't belong to you. Just like when we were asked to move here, I understood when Jake, I understood that my life didn't belong to me. And when Jake just said, Pastor Adrian said this, and I just looked at him and I said, oh, okay, let's pray about that. Because we understand that our lives don't belong to us. It's he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The Bible refers to us as sheep so many times in the Bible, hey? I mean, I've heard so many people say, well, sheep are dumb. No, 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 no. Sure. But you know what? It, it's not that they're dumb. It's because they'll do what the shepherd wants them to do. It's not stupid to follow Jesus. And in fact, they just understand that they don't really have a will and that they have to follow the shepherd. That we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So part of serving is following Jesus everywhere he says to go. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We come into this place thankful. I will say this today, and I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more times in the future. Thanksgiving releases the grace of God. A church that's serving, a church that is serving the Lord with gladness, will always be a church that's full of the grace of God. And where the grace of God is, Miracles happen. Like today, this is a church full of the grace. This is a church full of the presence of God. And it's only going to grow and it's only going to get greater in the days ahead. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You know, and that doesn't mean, oh, well, Dan, you just want me to serve Lord with gladness all the time and you're just like a perfect person. No, 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 no. Believe me, I have my moments a hundred times a day. <laughs> but we know the word. And when we get out of line, where do we go back? To the Word. And then God will use people in relationships to say, uh, I hear you and I love you. I'm just looking at you because we're friends. But I hear you and I love you. I hear your heart. I'm going to pray for you. But let's go back to the Word. So we enter his courts with praise. We give thanks to him. We bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So when we do this, could, when we serve the Lord together, church, with gladness, people, could, people will come into this place, just like Jake was sharing about Hillsong. When we made that first, like, walked right into Hillsong and, like, someone was just greeting us, it was like this force. It was just like this spirit. It's the Holy Spirit, okay? It's one spirit. The Holy Spirit. But it wasn't, see, this is what happens. So initially... In your younger years, you serve, right? But the more we grow into this, it will actually become a spirit in our church where there's this contagious spirit of serving. Just like in Hillsong, there was, a, there was something contagious that it transpired in that church. There was like the fruit of the Holy Spirit. There was like love in that handshake. There was hope. There was joy. There was all of that because there was great leadership in that church that said things like this and said, hey, guys, we get to. We get to. Okay, so let's look to Luke 2 today. Brief little story here of a woman I would love to meet. Luke 2, 36. Anna. Who's heard of Anna? The prophetess. And all the women said, amen. I know that woman. 
Verse 36. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from where she was a virgin. And then as a widow, until she was 84, she did not part from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up that very um, hour, she began to thank God and to speak of all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So here it says, and after she died, she chose to worship God in the temple continually. Um, For the past 84 years, this is in the Passion Translation, she had been serving God with night and day, prayer and fasting. So this woman was married. Her husband died after seven years. And you know what she chose to do? She chose to go to the temple. And she chose to serve the Lord unseen, unnoticed. But yet, she's mentioned in the Bible This woman, Anna, the prophetess, is mentioned in the Bible for a reason. Because she had a heart of surrender to just worship the Lord like King David said. I would rather be a doorkeeper. I would rather that. I would rather that. Because she understood that I get to serve. I get to. I get to. And it doesn't matter. I don't have to be at the front. See, a lot of times... Maybe we're craving to be noticed, or we want to join the worship team because I have a mic, or I want to do this. No, 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 no. We are a body church with many parts, with many parts. You see my big head? I do have a big head. Thank God for hair, so you can't tell how big it is. It's okay to laugh. Jake and I talk about it all the time. We've actually measured. Yeah. I have to buy the extra large hats. Jake has to buy the child size hats. It's true. (laughs) There's no hair to cushion it, so. It's good. Thank God for hair. And if it ever falls out, I'll buy a wig. It's great. Okay. But you notice this. But we don't notice maybe my toes as much. But see, if we don't have toes, what will happen? We would fall over, I think. I don't know. I've always had toes. But I've been told, if I didn't have toes, that I would fall over. But it's all important, right? It's all important. So whatever part we play in the body of Christ, whatever part we play here, whatever part you play out there, it's important and it matters. And it matters. And whatever part we play, do it with all your heart. Do it with faith. Do it with hope. Do it with gladness. Do it with joy. Because like I said earlier, we understand that we're part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So toe or head, I'm going to be everything for Jesus. My legs are really short. We're going to be everything for Jesus. So this season, we are launching our small groups. And we're really excited about this. Really, really excited about this. Really, really excited of the name Connect Church because there's power in connection. Amen? And what I love about the word connect is that See, Jake and I are holding hands right now, but when there's a connection there, Jesus is the unseen connection. And we really believe that small groups help foster even stronger connections where Jesus is in it, stronger connections where we're able to have maybe more vulnerable conversations, Um, stronger connections to where we're able to get to know know each other 
more deeply. We're able to know things about each other's families and just get closer and tighter so we're able to walk even more closely shoulder to shoulder in this season. And, and you can just say, well, how does that tie in with serving today with We Get To? Well, a lot of people have stepped up to the plate and said, hey, I'm going to serve the Lord. People like Tasha and Jeremy have said, you know what? We'll be host home for a small group. People like Kim Miller saying, you know what? I don't know if I've ever done this before. Or I'll do it. I'll do it. Because Kim understands she gets to. She gets to. And there's things inside of Kim that nobody can give away like Kim can because nobody's had experiences like Kim and her family has. There's things that you guys give away in the body of Christ because there's nobody like you. There's nobody that has gone through what you have gone through to be able to give away what you're able to give away. And that's the power of connection. That's the power of serving, and that's the power of small groups. So we're going to be launching that in September, and we're really excited. You can go out to the foyer today and just see a few of the small groups that we'll be launching. And we strongly, um, actually before I get to talking about small groups, I wanted to do this quickly. So these are the sign me up for serving. And if you could just pass a couple down there. Um, Jarek, can you grab the ones at the back, the green ones? If God should have done this first. I've been talking to you about signing up for something at church. Hi, guys. My name's Jenny. There you go. Sign up. Not every area in the church, um, not every um, area in the church is there um, to sign up for. We don't have small groups on there. We don't have outreach ministry. Um, we, are, we do have an outreach team now. And if you'd like to be part of an outreach team that, yeah, that plans outreach events, for our city. We have some really exciting ones coming up. Just write outreach team on there. But we get to serve. Okay, so back to small groups. So we're launched, so you can go out in the foyer. You can see part of the small groups we're launching. We strongly encourage you to get part of a tighter community in this church. It's easy to come on Sunday morning, right? Yeah. It's easy. You can come in. You know, we all, sometimes we're the last person to come, and we're the first person to go. Anybody ever been there? I've been there, especially in new environments. I might seem extroverted, but I'm actually quite introverted, and I personally don't love coming into new environments. Um, but I would just say sign up. Be brave. Sign up for a small group, and you can see a little bit um, about what's going on. We're going to have some people come up and share in a little bit, but let me just read a few things about small groups and why we're passionate about it. So we've, we've gone on to say that our small groups will be called Connect Groups. So we want to play off Connect Church and call them Connect Groups. But um, Acts 2020 says, you know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but, you have, um, but have taught you publicly from house to house. See, there's things that can be taught house to house that can not necessarily be taught in church on Sunday. Acts 5.42 says, And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching that Christ is Jesus. Ephesians 4 says, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint uh, with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up 
in love. And this is part of what connects group. It helps us, and, and serving in the church helps build itself up in love. So our connect groups are going to run through every week, every week. And, and what we're trying to do is not have them on Sunday or like on a Sunday night, but through the week so that we are always able to, as a church, connect on some other day than a Sunday so that we as a church begin to do life together. Say, we do life together. We do life together. That does not make us a cult, okay? So don't be like, mm, you're cult. no, we are not a cult. Do life with other people too, please. It's healthy. But we as a church will do life together. So connect groups are a place where you can connect, a place where you can go deeper in Christ, a place where you can come alive through community. We believe that real change happens in the context of authentic relationships, which is why we will be a church made up of small groups. In the Bible, they worshipped in the temple, but personal ministry, like I said, happened house to house. Proverbs 21.17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. A connect group will be an intentional gathering of people who meet regularly since God designed us for relationship. Say relationship. We believe it is through the connections made in small groups that God will help us grow. Say grow. Growing is not always comfortable. Okay, growing will require you to share something with someone that maybe you didn't want them to know about you. But small groups have a way of creating a safe place where you begin to build relationships so then you're comfortable with sharing that something with that someone. That's how it works because we were created to do life together. People, uh, people form groups around what matters in their life. This can look like connecting with people who share similar interests or are of the same stage in life as well as finding people who have experiences in an area in which you want to grow. Connect groups are also a place where we will pray for one another, support each other. Connect groups will meet once a week in various locations in our area and with different groups to choose from. We do believe that there is a group for you. We believe that. And you know what? If we don't have a group that you feel is there for you, tell us what you need. And if you're just listening to me today and say, hey, I'd love to lead a small group, come talk to us. There's still room. There's always room to grow, and there's always, there's always room for more. So a connect group, like I said, will, will be on during the week, and it will look like, how many of you have been to a small group? I'm sure a lot of you have been to small groups. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to a small group? Yeah. I don't think I was in it. No. You well, we went to the Alpha one. Oh, we did. Yeah, Alpha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we really just want to empower leaders to be leaders in, in the church, and I am, I'm doing my master's as well in Calgary, actually, and I read a wonderful book. It's a preaching book by Timothy Keller, but he talked about how there, for a healthy church, there needs to be three things happening, that preaching just didn't happen on Sunday morning, but, but we need to be empowering people in three areas, and one of those is Sunday morning preaching. Another area is small groups, so empowering people to lead small groups. And another one is coffee, just having that one-on-one -on -one relationship with people. And we want to be empowering our church to do all of that, that, that everything that we do matters, that there's something in you that people need and to release the life in you. So, again, if, if you're just hearing us talk today and, and you go out and see what's out there in the foyer, you hear other people share what they, they are wanting to do for a small group, if, you, if there's a gap and you want to fill it, Come talk to us. We would love to hear about it. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
We want to encourage you to take what you just heard and let it go deeply into your heart to allow Jesus to do the deep work that only He can do. We also want to encourage you to be a part of what's going on here at Connect. Head over to connectchurch.ca to find out how.